This is Tales of Swordfall. Episode 13, Feel the Love. Get the hell out of my head. And you just hear an echo of laughter somewhere within the depths of your mind. And he, uh, Mr. Fell, goes back to the alchemical set and fills a cup with something steaming. And you see him go over you. And he says something, but it, it's like he's saying it at the end of the tunnel. He, well, actually, give me your perception check with disadvantage. Let's see if you can actually understand him. Oh, boy. Uh, perception? Yeah, with disadvantage. Oof, seven. that's a seven. Wow, that's... I'm finally glad to see somebody's actually not rolling, like, 17 and 20 for disadvantage. <laughs> that... Yeah. I mean, this that make... was a 7 and an 8, so... Yeah, this makes it more interesting. Uh, you can only make out a few words. Uh, some of it's out. It seems like he's having a conversation with you. And you're not a part of this conversation. I... Um... I am going to fix the image of my sister and Eladora in my head, and I am going to focus on them and focus on why I can't let Tangle have this. Okay, and give me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, that... Huh? 11. It should be 14. I accidentally rolled with disadvantage. Oh, okay. I'll give you the 14. Because that still isn't enough. Oh, lovely. <laughs> and, uh, you find yourself in a tea room. A very nice tea room. Um, there's your sister. There's your brother. Um, there, everything's spread out. And it looks like this, this is meant for you guys. Only you guys. There's no one else around, even though all the tables are set. Um... What's going on? Your sister looks at you. She moves her mouth, but nothing comes out. I, I, I can't hear you. Uh, she starts. You can tell she's saying it a little bit louder and slower, but you can't hear her. I, I still can't hear you. Elena, why can't I hear you? And your brother starts talking. You can't hear him. Morrison, what's going on? And, um, they come to you. They look like they're comforting you. They pour you tea. They, um, you know, pat you on the shoulder. It seems very real. I am not here. I am not here. I am in Mr. Fell's bookshop, and you are not here. 
and um, as you do you look around at the setting or do you just like drink your tea or I look around you spot yourself in in the mirror <clears throat> sorry you spot yourself in a mirror and you look upon your face and it's almost the same evil smile that um tangle had you wear when he was possessing you this isn't real do i recognize this place um give me a history check six so no you feel like it has strong connections to you um it could be like one or three places like what's what's one of the places that stands out most in your mind um the dining room at my parents house cool and uh you as you look in the mirror you can actually see there's a window behind you and the landscape is very similar to that of uh what would be outside of your parents house i haven't been in my parents house over a decade i haven't seen my sister in seven years this is not real and your mother and your father show up and they rush to your attention this isn't real you're dead you died and uh, you can see within the mirror you are suddenly holding a very large knife And not my family. Not again. You get up and you hold the knife high, and suddenly Mr. Fell's voice pops into existence. Are you there? Mr. Fell? What whatever you're saying, it's it's not real. Don't worry. This is this is not real. I know. You have a choice here. You can either just let him take control, or if there's a door, you can walk out of it. Is there a door? Um, you look around uh, with your perception check. Like, for some reason, you're only seeing that mirror. I take the knife and I smash the mirror. And behind it is a door. I I yank the door open and I run through. And as you run through, uh, suddenly you burst into reality. Like, you can feel... It feels like you just dropped from, like, 30 stories. And you just smacked into the table. Or altar, whatever it was. Mr. Fell? Yeah, you're you're back. This is this is reality. I I'm gonna look for any sort of reflective surface. Um, you there? There's one about, and you look awful. Like 
your your eyes are like a little bruised. It looks like someone kind of battered you. Um, you are definitely cuffed, and it looks like you've been restrained. But I'm not smirking. No, you have. Well, what kind of expression would you have on your face right now? Traumatized. Yep. And I, uh, you see, on one of the tables, this almost what seems to be black roots, but it's moving and writhing. The roots were a little more literal than I was expecting. Oh, I, I thought I made that pretty clear. Kind of thought it was a metaphor. Oh, no, it's it's little literal roots that he does implant in some people. I mean, it's, it's, it's a kind of connection. I, um, I'll, I'll get rid of them. And he uh, comes with a lid and puts it over the writhing mask. I'm going to be sick. Oh, um, and he grabs you a bucket. Yeah, she just vomits. <laughs> and with in that vomit, there are like what seems to be more roots, and it, it takes a little bit to like get it all out. And he's he's standing there. He's like holding the bucket and holding back your hair. He's making sure that you're not like getting anything on you. Be gone, Mister Fell. Uh. Yeah, I I think uh I think we we got most of it or all of it. I mean, it's it's hard to tell <laughs> unless we uh, carve you open. I'd rather not do that if it's all the same to you. You're a good friend and a good customer, and I would rather not do that to you too. Mister Fell, what is he? I know he's an old god, but what does he do? Why does he do this to people? Oh, um, no one's quite sure what his function was, um, when he was an old... Well, actually, no one knows what the functions of the old gods were, because, um, they've been sort of erased. He's, he's trying to bring them back, Mr. Bell. And if they're all like that, then that cannot happen. Oh, they're not all like that. Some of them are <laughs> quite worse. He's actually uh, one of the better ones. Worse? Mr. Fell, he showed me my dead parents. He, he took my body. He nods. And anything else? I don't know. There's more. There has to be more, but I don't know. Well, let's just not get back into that right now, and uh, you know, later we'll we'll discuss it. Um, here, let me let me make you some tea. So, fellow, how do I stop him? Oh, stop! Stop! Uh, him? Um. Hmm. You no, know, I never really looked into that. There has to be a way. I'm... Well, of course, but sometimes you can't stop things that have already been occurring for a long while. Like like the tides. I mean, uh, 
We've tried. Engineers have tried. But the tides will keep going. He is not the tides. He is not of, of nature. Well, that's that's where you're a little wrong. Um, he is very much of a primal nature. As most uh, old gods are. So maybe I can't kill him then, but there has to be a way to stop him, to lock him up, to do something. He nods in agreement, and he kind of gets lost in thought. Cracketeer and flee. You yes. are perusing the books and finding oh so much information on Karnax and his lovely band of worshippers. Apparently they have massacred cities before and, you know, dined on the finest people in the world. Um... Anything about Karnak specifically breaking through uh, the supernatural to the physical realm? Uh, yeah, it actually happened uh, at least once uh, 750 years ago. Um, and they're not quite sure what made the... Um, the barrier... They're not quite sure what made the barrier so thin between the material plane and the infernal plane. Like, all planes almost seemed like they almost converged once, but never fully did. Hmm. Um, so is there anything relevant to what we're trying to do? Um, it sounds like there is a pattern that happens every 250 years for some reason that the followers start getting, like, a little antsy or riled up and uh, they start kind of going out of their normalcy of, like, sticking in, like, remote areas and going out into the world and meeting new people and eating them. Ooh, lovely. Is there anything about slaves in particular? Uh, yes. Um, it seems like the followers like to buy and breed slaves, mainly like cattle. Well, perhaps, uh, Uncle K, the slaves weaken the barrier, and he breaks through when he gets enough slaves. Aye. And using those weak-willed individuals, he can create an avatar for himself, and maybe he creates avatars for minions and his brothers and sisters and all sorts of infernal creatures. Yeah, I think we definitely have to appease your god, uh, but this might this might have to happen soon, too. I the, the puzzle pieces shall come together eventually, and we will just make sure that Rayanne or Barbara does not get a hold of all of them at once. If they were to get a hold of just one, it would not be anything detrimental, and we could then at least have someone doing the dirty work for us, if you're catching what I mean. Right, and another thing is that Barb and Rayanne didn't seem like they were too much on the same side. So... No, and perhaps uh, either Barb's heritage that I was 
made aware of today, or perhaps Karnax's influence, or maybe both, have wreaked havoc on her mind. Yeah, I think... I think that, uh... Maybe we should have never saved Barb. That's, I'm gonna throw it out there. I... I'm... Perhaps if the circ- if we knew the circumstances at the time, perhaps we wouldn't have rescued her. But I think we did what was the right thing with what the knowledge we had. Yeah, definitely. Um. Hey, can I ask you a question? Uh, of course. Do you think Tangle's a bad guy? Do I think Tangle is a bad guy? Well, I mean, I. Taking over someone's body hostily uh, is not exactly good, and the things that my tribe have said about Tangle have been bad juju. Hmm. I guess I never really questions, questioned if he was good or bad before. Uh, it's understandable. He often presents things you want, or threatens, and at the end of the day, you end up, well... All puns, I suppose, intended, you end up tangled within his grasp. Do you think that's why they call him Tangle? Hmm. Perhaps it is, and perhaps we shall write a theological treatise on this one day, or a thesis. A thesis? It is a written work by people more scholarly than us. Hmm. Perhaps Taz will help. Perhaps. And, well, we've got that new bow, too, so I don't think any followers of Con- or Barbara stand a chance against us now. Neither do I, and I'll pat the the crest of the bow. <laughs> it is a rather fine work of craftsmanship, I must say. I agree. It's a dragon. A real Aye, dragon. The Ragen people were always right to respect the works of the lizard folk and the weapons of war. Especially those in Swordfall. They seem to do a good job. Aye. This place is weird, though. I cannot wait to leave it. Yeah, as soon as this puzzle piece business is settled here, I think uh, we gotta get out of here. Plus, our time's kind of running out. We've killed, like, a few guards at this point. And this is the point where Taz comes out. Uh, She looks like she's been in a fight. I will run up with a flower. I will run up with a flower, a nice white daisy, and give it to her. Thank you, Flea. I'll tuck it behind my ear. Are you okay? Not really. But Tangle's gone. That's good. One for two. You look like you look like you've seen perhaps spirits of your ancestors. Couple of ghosts today, yeah. Uh, well, if you wish to talk about it, uh, I might not be the best at it, but I'm willing to listen. I appreciate that, Krakadora. Thank you. And uh, from my understanding, he tends to show us things that he wants us to see to try and get a grasp on us and get He's control. a monster. I well, if Lee, does that answer your question? That's that's one point of view, yeah. 
<laughs> Flea, I'm sorry. I know he helped you. Well, that's okay. To be fair, I don't know much about him. If I were you, I'd count yourself lucky. I don't think I want to know any more than I already do. Thank you for listening to Tales of Swordfall. Please consider listening to these podcasts. A long, long time ago, in a land far away named Phylor, there were four legendary adventurers. We are the Adventurers Four, renowned across the land. Using their cunning and strength, the party defeats many monsters and saves many lives. Nick takes a fairy blade and stabs it into his other eyeball. Oh, oh my god! god! Can, can Hugo jump on my back? Do I cast Expeditious Retreat? Like, yeah. Uh, can Bob roll a d20 for me? I don't like that. I, I don't like how you ask that. D20 business. What if I rolled a one? What if I told you I just rolled a one? Come and join us weekly at How the Quest Was Won. Found anywhere where podcasts are located. Purchase not necessary. No real magic was used in the making of this podcast. Please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe.